Great to have you joining us for On The Pace on this Thursday morning. Of course, it's been a big 24 hours or so in harness racing with the beginning of the finals for the TAB Regional Championships for 2022. We went to Bathurst last night for the Western Region final of $100,000 and Amanda Turnbull was able to take the spoils with her trained and driven pacer, lyrical genius. He was heavily backed over the last day or so before that race particularly late he ended up jumping as an odds on favorite and he was able to dictate terms out in front and he was far too good well driven also uh, to really control the pace they went very steady early on and they ripped home in some pretty slick fractions making it very hard for anything else to get into the contest it was amanda's seventh group one training victory and her 12th as a driver uh, second was ballerini for bernie hewitt ran a good race after having to do some work and amanda also trained the third placed beale street to run into some minor money as well so that was the first of the four regional finals we now have Wagga on Friday afternoon, tomorrow afternoon for the Riverina division. The Hunter will be tomorrow night, Friday night, and then we head back to Menangle for the Metropolitan final on Saturday evening. Now, first and second from last night progress straight through to the state final next Saturday. So both Lyrical Genius and Ballerini will be there representing the Western region. And the final two spots, so first and second from each of the four finals will progress through, and the final two spots will be given to the horses, to the two Two third place getters with the most prize money earned this season. So we'll have to wait until after Saturday night to figure out if Beale Street will be one of those after running third last night. We've got six races out of Penrith this evening. So just a, a smaller card of racing to look forward to. And the first gets underway at 6.07. Robbie Morris is going to be very busy over the next few days. He has a good book of drives tonight at Penrith and he heads to Newcastle tomorrow night for a few drives there as well. And then he'll take his place in that Metropolitan final aboard Little Bliss on Saturday night as well. And despite the fact that she might go around at bigger odds, I don't think she's out of the race. She's a mare in great form and Robbie's been kind enough to join us this morning for On The Pace to hopefully find a winner amongst his drives over the next three days. Thanks for your time this morning, Robbie. How are you? No worries, Britt. Thank you. Race number one tonight. We'll get stuck straight into your drives this evening. Money Honey is your steer here from the stable. Gets back in the draw, but I guess hasn't been helped a great deal by coming up with the wide gate. In saying that, uh, she's had to overcome some second row draws of late. So can you give a push for her? Yeah, I think she's um, she's a really big chance in this race. She's been racing much stronger horses and um, from bad draws and... I'll be the first to say I absolutely barbecued her last week. I went, I probably went at the mile to find the, well, the 1,200 to find the chair and never found it. So she was three deep the trip, but she kept sticking on really good and she's trained on well. Kerry's happy with her. So um, she'll head forward from that draw from six and I'll try and take luck out of the equation. It's interesting. It's over the 2,100 metres here, but on paper, all of the horses drawn to your inside are, are probably the roughies of the field with your major threats drawn off the second row. So despite the fact that it's a wide front row draw, I guess you've got an advantage over those behind you. Yeah, definitely. And I think we've got to keep that advantage. And um, funnily enough, I think she races better over the trip. Um, obviously, being a Kiwi mare, she's done a lot of her early racing over the distance. Um, I don't really think a mile suits her all that much because she's not really a speed-dominated mare. She sort of sticks like glue. So um, the 2100, I think, will suit her right down to the ground. And, yeah, like you said, the main dangers are behind her from the get-go. So we'll do our best to keep them there. 
All right, that's a good push for race one, number six, Money Honey. Race number three, Pay Me Overs, goes around here. It'll be at a big price, but... I did think that probably didn't justify it to be quite those odds this man. She's had two runs back from a spell or a freshen up at least. How much improvement can we expect from her third up? Yeah, she's getting better with every run. She's a little roly-poly thing and um, she always takes a couple of runs. But, you know, she's had barrier draws that have been able to look after her and just follow her along the fence. And she got another kind draw again tonight. I'm pretty happy with barrier eight for her. She can roll straight down to the fence without doing too much work and, I think if there's a genuine bit of clip on, she'll she'll poke the fence. But one thing she will do is she will hit the line hard. She'll need a bit of an ounce of luck to get out, but um, she's got out of there plenty of times before at Penrith, so let's hope she can do it again. Decent place chance there in race number three. Race number five, better to be tricky. Well, he was rewarded for such consistent efforts over a long period of time last time out. You probably wouldn't have been surprised by that effort, but maybe just relieved that he finally got the job done because he'd been racing so well seven months in the process of it but um yeah look he, he's been racing ultras consistent he never sort of runs a bad race and very rarely runs any further back than fourth and two owners that loan him they love him he just think he's great he's a little APM but um yeah look he, he got his draw last week and he got to sit behind the leader pretty pretty fast clip and that's what he likes and um yeah I think he's half a chance of getting the same trip again tonight uh probably changes the race a little bit with Uncle Jay drawing one um, does have a little bit of gate speed if they want to use it. Uh, I just don't know if they'll want to, but I, if they do use it, I don't think we can cross. Um, so we'll just have to play it by ear early. But, um, yeah, look, he's, he's drawn barrier too. He's going to be up there close enough, and if he gets a good trip, he'll run another good race. Squinter is a short price favourite, and despite there being a fifth in his numerical form lines, you, you probably couldn't have missed his performance last time out. So if he does everything right, he looks the obvious danger. Yeah, look, if he does everything right, I'd love to be able to get across and get on his back. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I don't think I can cross Uncle Jay. But, yeah, he's, he's run last week. He did set Mr. Start 50. I think they went 56 or something around Penrith, and it was a pretty bog track last week and made up a lot of ground. Uh, probably nearly, um, you know, obviously Blake, Blake and Lisa Fitzpatrick do a super job, but he probably made up too much ground. you think it would nearly have to flatten him the numbers he would have had to run to, to get to where he got to. But if he comes up and he scores up and he does that performance again, he'll be able to hold out. And the final race, Shadow Eclipse, is your drive here for Troy Williams, drawn three in a, in a smaller field but a very even field. So what are your early thoughts on where you land here and his chances? Uh, yeah, I think I'll have to press the button early with him. Um, I think he races better when he's up front, especially on the fence. I'm pretty sure he can cross the one and the two. And it doesn't look to be a hell of a lot of attackers outside me. There might be a couple of looks early, but um, yeah, I think this horse, you know, Troy's took him home and stayed happy with his work, and he hasn't raced for two or three weeks. Thought his last start when I drove him, uh, he, he had a really good trip, and I thought he should have won with the run he had. Um, and I just we spoke, me and Troy nutted it out together, and we sort of changed a bit of work, and Troy's pretty happy with him, and he's changed a bit of gear, so I, I think he'll run a bit more of a forward race tonight um, and I think he'll if he, from that draw I think he'll really find the rail early and if he does I, you know he might be hard to chase Speaking of Troy you'll combine with him on Saturday night in a, in a group one in that Tab Regional Championships Metro final Little Bliss will go around here and I think this mare is absolutely flying. Her two runs in the heats were excellent, particularly last week. She was super just going down narrowly. We know that there'll be a genuine tempo here. She's not out of this race. Hey, 
funny. Troy rang me yesterday, I think it was, and we were just talking, and he said she's 150 or under women, like 18's a place, and I'll be honest, I, I was shocked. I thought he was doing up, because, don't get me wrong, I don't think she's entitled to be favourite, but um, if they go hard here and she's sitting three or four fans, the numbers that she's been running late in these races, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I think the heat she ran fourth or fifth in, Got over in like 54, low 54s, and um, last week she probably just got out too late. I sort of got hemmed up into a bit of traffic from sort of the 400 to the 300, and by the time I got clear, Major Jared was off and gone on me, and she went down sort of ahead. Uh, look, I, I don't for any step of imagination I'm sitting here saying she'll be hard to beat, but I think she's a definite chance. I don't think she's entitled to be them odds at all. Yeah, well, we know that these regional championships can throw up a rough result for your stable. Last year, it was I Can Run that was able to win this race at a big price. So she's certainly not out of it. That's race number six on Saturday night. The Group 1 final, Little Bliss, will come out of gate number five. And whilst we have you, Robbie, just wanted a, a bit of a stable update on a, a few of the team. Funky Monkey, we know that she was scratched a few weeks ago. By the sounds of it, she's succumbed to a, a pretty ordinary injury. So can you give us a bit of an update on her future? Yeah, no, she's um she's home. She's she's bouncing out of the skin at the moment. But um yeah, she's gotta have a month of box rest. Um obviously we're doing a fair bit of sort of rehab with that leg now. She obviously had a little tiny tear in a suspensory ligament in a in a hind leg. Um, which probably would have been a, much more of a worry if it was a front leg, but being a hind leg makes it a little bit easier. But as we all know, suspensory injuries aren't the greatest, but uh, yeah, no, we're just um working pretty hard on it and um, plenty of runners release and and those sort of things and just keeping her still and we'll just keep monitoring it and I don't think I'll, uh, you know, sort of, it's all different but she'll she'll stay at home for quite some time and we'll just be walking her on the walking machines and, and, and those sort of things and swim and just sort of keep, keep an eye on her. She's a big bold mare and I just think if we give her two, you know, if she stands out in the paddock for too long, she's just going to get big and round and very heavy inside so we're just going to have to work on the leg and it's not ideal but she's got a really good ownership group and everyone understands and unfortunately it only sort of happens to the good ones but that's life and our horses throw these hurdles at you you just got to um cop them on the chin and press on absolutely disappointing news but i guess from a, a positive perspective she's only a relatively young mare so that gives her a bit of time still to come back hopefully sweetheart bart went down narrowly uh, in the breeders challenge i should say the apg a few weeks ago he's a obviously one of those progressive horses that you're excited about for the future what are his plans for the remainder of the season yeah no he's um, he's heading back down to gary and courtney barton's property in warrnambool um spoke to gary this morning He's really happy with how he's spelling. Uh, we'll probably try and give him as long as we can down there. Hopefully we can sort of get it to six weeks. Um, and then he'll bring him, he'll be straight back onto the truck and head straight home and get ready for the Breeders' Challenge. And then he'll finish the year strong with Breeders' Crown. And then uh, he'll have another spell and we'll, we'll look forward to a few bigger races sort of come this time next year as a three-year-old. And finally, Robin's Playboy. He was down the line on Saturday night at Menangle. We know that he's a talented type, but he's probably been a, a little bit of a headache for you thus far. What's his, uh, I guess, plans in the immediate future? And has he given you any indications of, of what's not quite going right at the moment? Yeah, I think it's just a case of everything sort of bundled up on him at once. We had him going really good. His trials were super, and then he got quite sick a month ago or five weeks ago. And he came out of that really good. His blood count showed that he was fine. Um, but I just thought we just thought he raced a little flat Saturday night. Um, Andrew Argyle come out and vetted him, vetted him fully 
on Monday morning. Um, everything come up clear as a bell there. Uh, very sound horse. He looks enormous. I spoke to Ross Wilson, his owner, this morning. He's a terrific guy. And um, everything's still on track. Uh, we'll probably race him in a fortnight, three weeks' time again here. But I, I would, you know, the, the initial plan was to get him up to Redcliffe for that Redcliffe stand and start race come carnival time in Brisbane. That'll kick him off. So, yeah, we're still heading. This stage, he's still heading to the carnival in Brisbane. We know how good he is. Um, he's just had a few little little hiccups here and there. Obviously, he got kicked through the Inter-Dominion Carnival, but, you know, I'll probably put that down to getting on a truck, on the boat, then on a plane to get from down south to to the airport to get to Sydney, and then seven days later, he raced and raced in an Inter-Dominion heat, and then sort of gave him a good spell, and then, unfortunately, he got sick before his first start again. So we haven't had the smoothest preps with him, but, um, yeah, no, he seems to have bounced out of it really good, and I think he'll be much better his next run. Excellent stuff. Well, he's hoping he can bounce back very shortly. That Redcliffe Cup only a month or so away. Appreciate the update this morning, Robbie, and best of luck over the next few days. Thank you. Have a good day. Robert Morris there this morning here on the pace. He'll have representation at Penrith tonight on that six-race card with the first underway at 6.07. Newcastle tomorrow evening and Menangle as well on Saturday night. So a busy few days coming up for the Lucky Lodge team. That's on the pace for this Thursday morning. Just the one card of racing today there at Penrith. Looking forward to tomorrow's Group 1 double header with Wagga in the afternoon and Newcastle in the night time slot. Mick Gearan will cover that tomorrow morning here on Sky Sports Radio at 10.30 when he tries to find some winners.